interwebs, and welcome to the Bioware Mythicast, episode one. We are coming to you from the Bioware Studios here in lovely Fairfax, Virginia. Yes, Bioware does have studios in Fairfax, Virginia. The first voice you can hear is Paul Burnett, our lovely and esteemed creative director, but he unfortunately neglects to introduce everyone else. So let me do that now really quickly. It's Kerry Guskos, it's Ken Holly, it's Dave Crooks, and then later I come in, I'm CJ Greb. So what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about E3 a little bit, but really it's just a, it's just four developers sitting around and, and having a cool kind of conversation with each other. So sit back, relax, uh, enjoy about 20 minutes, you know, have some coffee. Oh, that's yeah. Why. yeah right. And then we, and we have the webcam, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's way after the fact. Taped up with super efficient tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Anytime. Oh, okay. Start. Begin. Uh, so what? Who went to E3? You went to E3, didn't you? Yes. Was it your first E3? It was my first E3. Oh my Aww. god! Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. How many did you? How many have you done? Eleven. Uh, Eleven. Lord. Wow. And actually, it was my first not going to E3. So it was Ooh, Carrie's wow. first non E3. I knew it. Chris <laughs> <laughs> so, is going. Yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, out. definitely going. So, you, how how early did you have your ticket? Uh. I had it. Well, I registered about three days after they opened it up, so nice. I was I jumped on that. And did you use the special? <laughs> I'm now a developer. Absolutely secret. Yeah. So do you have to pay for your ticket? No, not wow. at all. Nice. Totally free. So then you have to find a hotel, which of course is the nightmare. Right. Well, they actually have a housing thing set up, so you just sort of put your name on a waiting list, and then you bump. Jeff Skalski and Chris Andres out of their hotel room, and you get to stay there. You mean the producers at right. our studio? Yeah. Well, but they were at the, but they were at the official EA hotel, right? Oh, uh, I was at the official EA hotel. Oh well, they got bumped out into some other hotel. Wow. You got their hotel? Yeah. How? How do you know that that's what happened? Well, maybe they, they were had nice a hotel enough. Room, then they didn't have a hotel room. Then I had a hotel room. It just made sense. I would I would probably think of it that way too. Yeah. I am greater than Jeff Skalski. Of course I am. I'm Dave Crooks. So you're going to go to E3. Obviously, you, you, previously you'd what, watched it on streaming or through yeah, the internet. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Power, EGM. <laughs> Name dropping. <laughs> well, when I was 10, you know. <laughs> Then later, oh, the okay. Oh, then. see how look how he brings age into it. Yeah. Well, when I was ten and yeah. so two years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and so obviously, uh, the, you're you're heading down to the the big, the, the conf, conf, convention hall, and the posters are up. Yeah, and they like cover buildings. Yeah. So who who won the poster war this year? Probably Assassin's Creed had the biggest one. Assassin's Creed three. Several it seemed like it was several hundred feet wide. I thought the Elder Scrolls one was pretty huge. Wasn't oh, okay. that like on like three buildings? Sorry, I that's not a poster. That's actually painted on. Oh, so. oh, <laughs> still. Oh. Yeah, didn't win the poster wars. Sorry, the painted wars. <laughs> it's it's painted wars. Painted no, war. Number one painting wars. Yeah. And I like the that. Skyrim. No, totally won then. No, no expense spared. They painted it on a building. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean. <laughs> MMO development is not cheap. Right? <laughs> <laughs> posters, posters, they'll paint that. Well, we did that side of the Taiwanese mall when we launched in Taiwan, and it changed over time. So I had this huge, like, Warhammer, like, diorama on the side of this giant building, and then it would, like, change. The, the battle would, like, slowly change over the course of a couple days. N nicely done. We got it back to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, you didn't go to E3, right? Well, I'm no. I'm trying to listen about it. Is this his mission? But no, I was just, yeah, segueing. 
into <laughs> me. <Mary Todd. laughs> so, so about me. <laughs> so a little about me this year. <laughs> so uh, obviously, then you've got the the big press conferences that come out beforehand. Now, yeah, yeah. there traditionally, you need to know someone to get in, and you know no one, and you've bumped <laughs> the producer out of his hotel room. So. Uh, well, right. you got, got Microsoft, Sony, you got Nintendo, Ubisoft, EA. Anyone else? They're the big ones. Yeah, those. those are the main ones. And so, so just w- according to you, which which were the ones you should go to this year? According to me, I don't yeah. know. I wasn't there. What if you were going to go? If it hadn't been one, you I don't missed. do press conferences. <laughs> You don't do that. No, it's completely for me to attend the press conference is a complete waste of time. Oh, it's like body jam packed in there, and you can't see or hear as well as if you just watch the streaming video from one of the sites. Well, let's just assume that people are filled <laughs> with more hope and joy than you are. Uh, Ken, if you were going, which one would you want to go to? Um, I think the one I was most excited about watching, you know, on the stream and whatnot, was probably, and I don't know why, probably Microsoft, just because I was hoping to see. You know the new console or anything like that. But. So did you get to the Microsoft one? I didn't get to the Microsoft one. I was on a plane. Oh. Well, that crashed and burned. Oh, so the, oh, whoa, whoa. You Don't say that after <laughs> <laughs> someone says something about plane. Inappropriate. Crashed and burned. Oh, Let's, nicely done. Yeah, yeah. But the point was, you were still traveling while the right. press. Co- Isn't that bad timing? Are you supposed to get like a day early? Well, I didn't have passes to get to the Microsoft or Sony conferences, so I figured why. So did you get to any of them? I did get to go to the Nintendo one. Yes. It Is that the only one? Back to Nintendo yeah. Power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fanboy. Well, we'll hear more about your uh, E3 uh, extravaganza in a little bit. Okay. You've got to have a word for our sponsors. I like CJ leading, just because... Hello, all. <laughs> He's very... Oh, that was bad. Ooh. How are we all? Fantastic. Great. One thing uh, Paul did not do was say who is here. Oh. So I'll start with Beauty. I'm CJ Greb. <laughs> this is Carrie Guskos, Ken Holly, David Crooks. Hey. How was everyone? We were talking about E3. We were. How was your experience overall? Overall, it was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you came away is that, with? Is that your Did general? you come away with like bags and bags of t-shirts and stuff? I came away with two t-shirts. Okay. Wow. No, so three, three t-shirts. Sorry. You've already skipped into jaded territory. So like the first year that I went, I spent... You know, so much time, and like in in hindsight, I think about now how much time I spent attempting to like acquire like a single T-shirt, you know, and then I yeah. like walked away with like four bags full, and I was like, yeah, you know, swag, yeah. Is that that when you went as a developer, like with well, the industry, or was that? So technically, my first three or four E3s, I worked the show. So I worked at Acclaim, and when we had the giant booth, and we had like a half pipe, and we had like all this crazy madness going on. So this is before you were in game media. Yeah, before I was in media, I was I was in QA. At Acclaim. I did not know that. Yeah, so I I was like one of those people that had to stand there and reset the machines every time they crashed or whatever. <laughs> which, when you have a PlayStation One, mind you, inside of an enclosed you know, box. I feel like developers still never learn that when they're building their booth, not to like take a hundred machines and put them like in an enclosed, in, in a big circle, with non-ventilated, all the wires yeah, each exactly, other. <laughs> like box, all on the same power source. We right. never learn. Uh, yeah, and so I'd have to like with a little key, and I would like you know open the thing and reset the PlayStation, and we get back to playing Jeremy McGrath Supercross or Ooh, HBO drop. Boxing <laughs> or Mary Kate and Ashley Super Sweet Sixteen. My favorite, yeah, number one on my list. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, so back then it was like 
I had only a few minutes and I would like run and run, run, run. And then I would like try to get all the swag I could get. And then I'd come back. And now I go and I'm like, oh, please don't give me your t-shirt that I will throw away. Next year. <laughs> yeah. Have you been, have you been back large. to E3 since it stopped being quite the spectacle? Like every hall you walked into, you were just amazed at the amount of money that was being spent. Yeah. I mean, I think it goes in waves, right? And I think there's sort of actually two separate waves. There's like the wave of what's actually at E3, like being exciting. So there was one year, I think it was like 2000 or 2001 where it was just dull it was like really dull there was nothing there it was like the last leg of the console cycle for you know I think the only thing that was exciting was some of the stuff on Dreamcast like it was just really really dull and then so there's like if there's nothing there it can be not exciting but then also when they kind of pulled back you know they had their like Rudy Giuliani moment and they like got rid of all the ladies of mm-hmm. the E3 and all the swag <laughs> she was about shows. to say evening she was <laughs> ladies of the night and uh, and then there was definitely like a couple years where it went, when they after they went you know and it wasn't really a show mm-hmm. you know and then it was like kind of tame but i think they're back to kind of spectacle now i don't know so dave no i would agree i, I i'm only having been to pax east before this as my first trade show is wow. that even a trade show yeah it counts, yeah. but uh yeah it just doesn't even compare e3 i think 20 feet, foot squared probably costs as much as PAX East floor space. So you're yeah. saying that the spectacle at PAX doesn't compare oh, to the spectacle n- at no E3? Way. No way. Ninten- I mean, was Nintendo big at E3 this year? Did they do a yeah, big... Yeah, they had a huge booth. Okay. You know, so multi- Nintendo's full, full in again. Oh, yeah. Because EA's not in like like we used to be. Really? We? we still have that center space. Like, right, when do you they come still, into this... Do they oh, still no. get e- the big... EA was, I would say, you know, comparable so Nintendo, interesting. Two of the biggest booths, certainly. Yeah, EA yeah, has monstrous. a huge, huge booth. Yeah, they had a, a big circular platform in the center with base shakers underneath. So when you're <laughs> watching the videos, they're shaking your it, self. Your bay. You know? Your bay. <laughs> <laughs> shaking yourself. <laughs> Well, we'll have to get Paul to talk about his experience at the stage show. The one thing that EA has dropped is the doing the stage show, right? Which I think is a real tragedy because Paul has some really classic moments from doing the Mm. stage show. Hmm. Holly, you've been to any E3s? No, I haven't. I actually do have a question though. I have a question for Mr. David Crooks over here. Where is my swag? (laughs) I have a Alienware yo-yo waiting for you in the car. That sounds awesome. It's right up your alley. Totally worth it. No, I think the the funniest thing that I got from Swag is I was waiting for two hours in line to play Metal Gear Rising, and the Konami guy came around and gave me a shirt that on the front said Konami, and on the back said, I'm following Konami, how about you, in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Topical, I guess. (laughs) What what did he think that you would maybe, like, help increase? I don't know. He had a bunch of shirts, and I said, can I have a shirt? <laughs> well, is it extra large? Yes. So it won't fit over your slender no. frame either? No. No. <sighs> Quite so you can You can wear it at night, like a nightgown. Yeah. yeah. Down past your knees. Sleep shirt. I don't still do those? Did dudes do that? Like big shirts to bat? No? When I was like four, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm five, and I'm over it. I'm totally over it. Well, you are pretty hip. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Extremely. bringing it back. You're looking, you're looking at your knees. Are we going to make fun of my outfit no, again? Is that what no, we're going? No, no. No, that's, not that's like a one-time-per-week thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a new week. So. But No, but no. was it Monday it looked like your mom had dressed you? Last Monday, yes. Oh. I dress nice every Monday, and then I just schlub it the rest of the week. <laughs> I should keep I track. just want to start high and then <laughs> yeah. go low. I keep track. <laughs> you see, today I'm not actually hobo chic. I'm actually You've... like 
was I'm taking an MBA class tonight, so I'm like biz- oh. faux business. Ooh. Faux business. Ho- ho- business. You got, you got ho- the, the ho- rock business. and blazer. <laughs> what? I don't think you want to go with ho business? Ho business. Ho business. No. <laughs> you need to rethink this. <laughs> right. What class are you taking? <laughs> uh, it's an MBA prep class. It's for like the GMAT. Okay. Yeah, because you know, I stopped making games a while ago. Then to bring it all back to game development, I stopped making games, and now I just look at sp- like spreadsheets and make PowerPoint presentations. Right. And I never. I could feel like making that. games is pretty instinctual, but making a PowerPoint presentation really takes an effort. So yeah. I, I've got to uh, <laughs> learn. I got to learn up my skills. Makes sense. Got to mm. like read some graphs, and I got to like, you know, align some verticals. Uh, talk about synergy and other synergy. Type exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do. Sit around talking about synergy. Sounds good. Is that the Did, natural evolution? Of uh, I was, I was, <laughs> I was about to go straight to you because you're like, like I want to you're, you're the young buck who's like, you know, all, all into, yeah, I'm gonna make some games, and then, and then yeah. here's, the, here's the end of your arc. You get to make spreadsheets. So bright-eyed, <laughs> hobo chic. No, thank you. Uh, you say that now, <laughs> but then, but then when they offer you the big, well, see, so I mean, yeah. the big bucks. Um, every step along the way is an evaluation, right? And I think. It's for me right now, it's been particularly difficult because I'm having to make a decision now or pretty soon to now whether to take my my hands off of making games entirely and right. and be more about strategy and like sort of view and like cross game synergies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really hard thing to do. You know, for me, like one of my favorite parts is being able to like, tease Holly about something he's, he's made or drawn, you know, yeah. and be like, ha, you called that chest ornate. It doesn't look very ornate. Make that 20% cooler. <laughs> I did yeah. say make it 20% more Holly, which uh, he interpreted as 20% more cool, which is apparently like a My Little just Pony ter- thing. It's a, well, I mean, it's overall. It's a meme from like a cartoon. I don't know. I mean, Will Will brought that to it's, my attention. It's so, like a, yeah. And Will is completely brony. Yeah. Just full on brony. <laughs> so he's got <laughs> endless vaults of, of My Little Pony videos. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I was like, I like to be able to say like, make it cooler, and then they do. It, he always does. <laughs> oh. And so now it's kind of like I have to make a decision. Do yeah. I kind of let my career stop right here and just keep making? You know, I could move on to other games and like learn right. in that way. But then, do I just go? Well, I'm never going to be uh, more important, more powerful. Well, I think that. It seems like everybody that's more important and more powerful still comes and hassles everybody down on the ground floor. Well, that, see, but that's <laughs> don't, don't mistake having the ability to come in and say, go do something as as being the same as being a developer. Yeah, that's They're the not manifestation the of the desire, right? So we joke about that, right? But we do see a lot of executives write very, very specific feedback and it's it's really is the manifestation of the of the longing because i think they all came from development backgrounds and they all love games and they all want to like give that input i'm trying very hard not to do that just because if i do it i'm just like one more person in the chain so this like person's like make it red and then someone's like make it blue like (laughs) make it red make it blue yeah it is a very interesting thing to come to a point where someone offers you a different position and you have to say yourself well, that's interesting, but I am going to not be a dev anymore. Yeah, and I always actually really wonder about people who work on a lot of the central services, like what, you know, like people who do the IT or people who work facilities, and, you know, a lot of them are like, I like being in a game studio because I like the culture of a game mm-hmm. studio. I like to be able to wear shorts to work. I like the attitude of people here. But at the end of the day, 
they're not necessarily like contributing to the games and so i wonder what keeps them in it because well, we've got not a custodian who doesn't even work for ea who doesn't leave this floor <laughs> as far as i can determine <laughs> no no exactly. <laughs> that loves, i think he just likes the atmosphere i think he does just, Wait, so as, as paul told you so apparently <laughs> i like this i like Rob, where we're going right now. <laughs> <laughs> Rob has this theory that that guy is like a spy from another <laughs> and oh so, my god he's charlie sheen in wall street <laughs> every time exactly every time he comes like around the corner the guy is like looking at some of the like schedules or spreadsheets we have up on the wall and so ever since paul mentioned that to me i see him everywhere everywhere like i'll be in the deli downstairs like having a conversation about something we kind of go and have like a coffee and talk and the guy will appear and i'll They'll be, be like, sitting behind you with a pen <laughs> <laughs> i'm not recording anything so i think we know why he's here is because he's a spy oh, right. and now I, now you can't unhear no, that you no, can't yeah, unthink that no you, now every you'll and see every him time everywhere. you see him you're like that dude is a spy why is he yeah. looking at that He's what is he doing over sideways. there? <laughs> Talk quieter around him. <laughs> yeah. I think in general the answer is everybody wants to make games. Well, most people want to make games, you know, that are here. Yes. I mean, that's the thing too, though. I mean, being on a central team, you know, such as our ops team or something like that, and working in a game studio, I would much rather do that rather than work government. You know, yeah. mm. overall, I would much prefer to work at a game studio than do the, you know. The government type work where it's the same thing every day come to a game studio you know you've got different people different you know work environment than um that of government so you 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 know it's a little more lax you yeah. know, but what if it was like fun. twice the pay twice the, i i you know and that's the thing that i've personally thought about you know is, is whether or not i would and it's not that i've come to this point so don't I'm looking at you let's intently. Not, let's not take this out of context. But. <laughs> no, no. So the reason I ask is because we actually, there's a very specific role in this studio that we have a lot of trouble filling it. It's exactly because the government is employs so many people doing right. the exact same thing for two or three times the pay, yep. which is um, like back-end web in mm. engineering. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of trouble keeping them in-house because it's all of the struggle the pain the difficulty that it would be anywhere right and you could go down the street and work at any one of the government you know yep. offices and make two or three times the money and because they're not working quote-unquote on the game mm -hmm. then why wouldn't they just go work at a government office and yeah. you just you say talk about attitude and, right i mean yeah. i mean the, obviously the work environment's a lot a lot different and and that's you know a thing up to them whether or not that's enough for them to enjoy i mean i don't know if they enjoy coming to work every day but on me personally i do you know so for me i wouldn't take a government job over a game studio job just because i enjoy you know the work environment so much yeah i i mean having worked at government doing it uh i can say that i will never go back to anything other than game industry given a, <laughs> a choice like if if i could possibly stay in the games industry i would it it's just I mean, I've been able to keep this job, job longer than any other job just because I, in other places, I lost my mind. And, uh, you know, it's just really nice that if you sneak in a few minutes playing a game and your boss walks by, the question isn't, why are you playing a game? The question is, what game is that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are you evaluating right now? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What, what are you learning? What are you learning about you doing games? some research yeah. there? Or? Yeah. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Because everybody has work to do, right? 
Is uh, that what yes, we do here? get back to work. Is that what <laughs> yeah, I got to go do some more evaluations. Right. Yeah. I've got to go make things 20% cooler. Yeah. So no. well, th- speaking of which, yeah. And this, this was an entertaining <laughs> little first jaunt into the, the realm of podcasting. Yeah, I like yeah. that Paul left halfway through. Paul got a surreptitious message halfway through <laughs> and <laughs> had to escape. I think that's his plan for most things, though. Yeah. yeah Start something. Sets, yeah, exactly. Yeah, get something going and then just bolt out. Roll. Right. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Which is why he, he and I work well together. I'm not a very good like starter of things. Paul's I can a great usually starter. finish yeah. them. And so with you're, that. You're a finisher. That's I'm a, a, finisher. a finisher. And with that, the podcast. So. <laughs> Roll the credits. <laughs> Copyright 2012 Electronic Arts Inc. All rights reserved. The statements and opinions expressed in the Bioware Mythicast are those of its individual participants and do not necessarily reflect the policy or opinion of Electronic Arts Inc.